Hey, what's up with the people? This your boy Dante with another episode of All You Gotta Do Is Listen. Today's episode is called Women Aren't the Only Ones That Can Hurt. Um, what prompted me to talk about this episode, or what prompted me to name this episode Women Aren't the Only Ones That Can Hurt, is because as I look on social media sometimes, and I look on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, I see all of these memes and posts about how men should get out of their feelings and that men are weak for being able to talk about their feelings and that we get criticized for being able to share what it is that's on our minds and on our hearts. And I don't think people ultimately understand what they're creating when they attack men's masculinity, when they want to talk about their emotions and feelings. Um, I feel as though if you're a woman that has ever said the phrase, get out of your feelings or ask the question, who hurt you? or anything along those lines, you are a part of the problem. So ladies, if you are one of those women, I am talking about you. Um, For the men out there that have felt alone and have felt as though they had to bottle up their emotions and not being able to speak about what it is that's on their minds and on their hearts, don't worry, I'm about to talk about some things um, that a lot of people are feeling. Um, So, I feel as though in my past relationships, I didn't really have a seat at the table to really talk about my emotions and what it is that I was feeling on my heart and on my mind. Um, I had to be strong for the both of us. I couldn't just be strong for me. I had to be strong for her. Um, I supported her. I gave her everything she needed. Um, I was loyal to her. I tried to be everything I could for her, but ultimately wasn't enough um, because of her own personal issues and her own transgressions that kept her from being able to be a good partner for me. Um, I felt alone in that relationship because even though I showed strength for the both of us, um, in times where I needed someone to lean on, I couldn't lean on my own partner. And I know that I'm not the only person who has felt that way in a relationship as a man. Um, I feel as though women fall in love with the idea and the image of a relationship. They like to fall in love with the, the, the look of a relationship. But in reality, they aren't built for what it is that they seek in a man. Um, you know, they, they want the Instagram post. They want the, to be able to talk to their friends about, you know, their relationship. But they don't want to talk about those nights where I'm weak and I need someone to lean on and they weren't enough. They don't want to talk about, you know, the times where they were toxic and they were putting their baggage on me. And I wasn't and I had to seep through that stuff in order to be strong enough for the both of our relationship, for our relationship to last. They don't want to talk about their toxicity. They don't want to talk about their daddy issues. They don't want to talk about, you know, their weakness and not being able to be strong and and being mentally elevated enough to keep me and push me to be a better man. They don't want to talk about that, but they only want to talk about the idea and the image of a relationship. And that's frustrating. And I'm not saying all women are like that, but I'm talking about the woman that I was with and the women that I were, was ended up being in a relationship with. Um, I began to look myself in the mirror and wonder, Hey, you know, what is it that I'm doing to attract these type of women? You know, I'm not the type of man to, blame women and blame a whole gender for for what a few have done. I'm looking within myself to see what it is what is it that I'm doing to attract these type of women. Um but ultimately um aside from the point, I just ultimately felt like I was in a relationship by myself. 
and I had nobody to talk to. I had nobody to turn to. Um, I couldn't post on social media because social media is the type of place where when you put it out there, it's able to be criticized by anybody who sees it. So, of course, people are going to tell you on social media, hey, bro, get out of your feelings. Hey, bro, um, you know, go find another female. And it seemed as though we lived in a society where men looked at, you know, getting over a relationship or coping with a relationship was hooking up with another woman or having sex with multiple women. And it was just like that's such a toxic mentality to have because in my mind it doesn't fix anything. Having sex with another woman just because one of the women, just because the woman that you're with isn't satisfying you emotionally doesn't fix anything within your own relationship. So I had really nowhere to turn. So ultimately, I had to tap in within myself and be my own best friend. I had to be my own voice of reason. I had to love myself. I had to find, you know, a reason to keep moving forward. And even though ultimately I got rid of the relationship that I was in or I got out of the relationship that I was in, I had to be I had to spend time with myself, even though physically I was in a relationship with somebody. And that's hard to do for some people. Because for me, it was tough in the beginning because I had a person that was such a narcissistic person and such a toxic person that they made it seem as though I was the reason why I was hurt. I was the reason why our relationship was falling apart. And I had no room to really voice where I was hurting and I needed a partner who could really just be there for me. Um, Ultimately, you know, I haven't I don't think I've ever met a woman who's emotionally been sensitive enough for me as a human being to really tap into my sensitive side to talk about what it is that I've gone through and what it is that I deal with and what it is and and all of the stress that I've had as a male because I feel we live in a society like I said where men have to tuck in their emotions in their back pocket and really just tuck it in and move on That's all we're given. Those are the only options we're given as men is to, hey, suck that shit up and keep moving. And that's so toxic because why do you think, how do you think, and and I hate to say this, but how do you think, you know, toxic men are created? And I don't want to put it all on women. Some people, some men are generationally cursed with with mentalities and, and toxic behavior from their fathers and grandfathers. But think about what women, um, where women play a part in the creation of toxic men. You get in a relationship with a woman and you're doing everything that you can to satisfy her and please her and be everything that she ever wanted and needed, but it's not enough. What do you think that does to a man moving forward in his life after that relationship? It ultimately plants a seed for him to be toxic to another woman. So when a woman gets with a man and she's getting the lower end of the stick and she's getting abused and she's getting talked to and verbally abused and physically abused and mentally abused and all of this abuse is taking place, you have to understand where that comes from. And this isn't a way to try to cope or compensate or, you know, give excuses for men that abuse women by any means, by any means. But I'm just trying to get you to think in a in, in a in a mentality of just like, OK, It's a possibility that there are some women that are planting seeds out there that are ultimately getting women that had nothing to do with that transgression and that downfall to pay for something that they didn't that they had no parts in. 
You know what I mean? Because sometimes I look at the news and I wonder, like, damn, what would make that man slap his wife? What would make this man kill his whole family? What would make this man push to the edge to where he would do something so extreme? And these are the type of conversations that need to be had in your relationship prior to even getting with each other and during your relationship. Because I think there's a safe space and a safe amount of time that when you have these conversations, you can either choose to continue or choose to alleviate and just, you know, separate. You know what I mean? Like, I feel as though these conversations are had when it's too deep and when when you're too far in. You've had a child with this person. You're married with this person. And some people just know how to mask their emotions so well that it seems as though there's nothing going on. There are a lot of men that I know that mask their emotions so well in their relationship. They're hurting. They're they're not happy. Their wife is cheating on them and they mask it so well. I have a friend from high school. He was so embarrassed because I told him, I said, yo, I don't think this woman is really good for you. I think you deserve better. And we haven't talked in a while. And I always wonder why. So one one holiday, I went over there and saw his mother and I saw him and he pulled me to the side and he was just like, Dante, like, I got something to tell you that I, I really haven't told anybody. And he told me that his wife cheated on him with somebody that he worked with. And in my, my first reaction was I wanted to just be like, motherfucker, I told your ass, but I didn't. I was a supportive friend. I tried to be the voice of reason for him. And it seemed as though he had it all together because he had just had a son and his son was very young at the time. And he's still young. This is very fresh. And he said that he wanted to be there and and keep his family together because his father wasn't in his life as a young boy. And I'm going and I'm touching on this because I'm going to bring it all in. But think about if he made the choice To say, you know what, I'm going to walk away from this woman. I'm going to walk away from my family because he had every right. You vowed to this woman that you were going to be there, her protector, her lover, everything she needed before God. And she was the one who broke that vow. You have every right to leave in my mind. But no, in his mind, he felt, no, I don't want to create another generational curse. Because there are men out there that that are being brought up that were brought up in broken homes and they're only conveying the abuse that was planted in them in young, as young boys. So they have no other way to, they, they know no other way. They have no other identity. They're only, going, they're only doing what it is that they were seeing with their mother dealing with as a child. They saw those different relationships that their mother was going through. They saw what, what made their mother click and they saw what made their mother hurt and they saw what their mother went through and they're just putting other women through that as they've gotten older. And he could have ultimately did that to his son. And even though it's 2019, generational curses are still being planted every day. These are things that need to be talked about in a relationship. These are things that need to be talked about when you get in with somebody. It's not just about how much a man has or what a woman looks like. Um, you know, and, and to my fellas, it's not just all about what she looks like or what type of job she has, but can she be a supporter? Can she be a voice of reason? Can she be a, 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 a shoulder to cry on? Will she be able to accept who you are as a man, your baggage? Because it seems as though men can't even carry baggage into relationships like women do. 
Women can carry daddy issues. Women can carry children in the relationships. Women can carry toxicity in relationships. But when it comes to men, we have to ultimately delete everything that we've gone through and delete everything that we've that that mentally has bothered us and just bottle it all up and be Superman to women who ultimately need to be equally superwomen to us. At some point, we need a superwoman. At times, I won't be able to carry us. Will you be able to carry the load? Or will will our family just fall apart because I'm the strength? I'm the glue. I'm the work ethic. I'm the bag. I'm the I'm the money. I'm the I'm the source of income. I'm everything. All you're here to do is, is, is what? What is your what is your role as the woman? Because we're in 2019 now and the roles of women are changing and I'm, 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 I'm trying to be knowledgeable and get taught what is a woman's role in the household. Because when I talk to women, women are using men as their meal tickets. They're only using men because of what they can provide for them financially. And, it's, and it seems as though once they have that financial security, then the love comes later. You know what I mean? So ultimately, you're falling in love with a man because of his financial security and being able to take care of you and provide you everything that you want and give you this life that you wouldn't be able to achieve on your own. So you accept his toxicity and his baggage later on, you know, depending on how much of how much financial security you can get out of this man. But when it comes to a man, he's choosing you because you have a nice face, nice body, might have some okay sex. Um, Yeah, I mean, and I have to challenge men to dig deeper in their ethics and dig deeper in what it is that they're looking for in women. Because to me, I don't feel like you would have this issue if you did the question asking that you needed to in the beginning. You test women early and see how much they'll tolerate, not necessarily tolerating disrespect, not necessarily tolerating how much you can get over on a woman, but ultimately just testing the waters. Hey, this is what I've gone through and see her response. You don't marry a woman and bottle all this shit up and then just pop it on her in the middle of a marriage and say, I'm toxic. I've been through things. I battle alcoholism. My dad died of this, this and this. And my mom was this way. You have these conversations early. You give a woman a choice just like a woman should give a man a choice. Like, hey, look, I have a son. I was in an abusive relationship where I really don't even know how to appreciate a man. So I might battle with that in our relationship. Are you okay with that? These are conversations that aren't being had when you're getting into relationships because a one women are looking for financial security and men are just looking for some nut. You know, they're looking for nuts. That's it. If you changed your ethics, if you changed what you were looking for in relationships and you weren't afraid to be vulnerable and not afraid to be judged for what you've been through, you wouldn't have these issues, I feel. Because there's no reason why you're in a relationship with somebody two, three, four, five years and they can't support you emotionally. What the hell were y'all doing four or five years ago? Fucking. Like, what was y'all? What was y'all doing? What was y'all talking about? You bottle up four years of toxicity. You're bottling up four years of hurt. What the fuck were you doing for four years? This is what I asked them. When I found out my homeboy was cheated, when my homeboy got cheated on, I already knew what his wife was doing prior to his marriage. I gave him the heads up. I feel as though God used me as an instrument to say, hey, yo, 
Fam, I don't think you should do that. I don't think you should do that. And the reason why I'll go as far as saying that God used me as an instrument was because I feel as though I'm anointed enough to where when I see a relationship, especially when they're about to present it before God, I pray for that person. And I ask God to reveal anything prior to the marriage so that if anything is wrong with that marriage, it shows and it showed and I saw it. Ultimately, my homie was blind to it and he paid the price. Now he has to go on a marriage where he has a wife who went against his vows. That is such I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine what he goes through emotionally because he's a tough guy tough guy he barely even wanted to tell me you know and you might think well damn he probably didn't want to tell you because you probably blasting his ass on 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 a podcast have i mentioned his name have i mentioned his wife's name all you know i could be making this story up but i'm not you know what i mean i just feel as though his story is so compelling that i had to share it Because I felt as though he is one of the men that I've been talking about. He had no safe haven place within his own relationship to voice his hurt, his concern. To be able to speak to his wife and say, you know what? I feel as though this is wrong. I feel as though we shouldn't be doing this. I feel as though there's some things that you haven't talked to me about. And this is where relationships fall by the wayside. This is where abuse gets introduced. This is where toxicity gets introduced. This is where addiction gets introduced. Everything that I'm speaking of, I'm speaking from a place of knowledge. I've seen it. I've experienced it. My views on women are the way that they are because of the one, because of what I've been through. I don't judge all women, but I go into relationships very, very cautiously I don't make promises that I won't keep because I don't want to plant a seed in a woman that I'm going to be this knight in shining armor and I don't deliver. Because if I get the best of her, I'll ultimately be planting a seed in her moving forward for her to look for a man to be this knight in shining armor based off of my words and not my actions. You know, and then if I don't live up to it, she'll think as though men will disappoint her. How do you think some straight women turn to lesbianism? It happens because they've experienced men and they have their own reasons as to why they don't want to deal with men anymore. I don't judge women that want to be lesbians. I don't I don't judge anybody because I'm not I'm I wasn't in their story. I don't know their story. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm very slow to anger. I'm very slow to judge. Because who am I to judge you based off of what you've been through? Who am I to tell you that why you're doing what you're doing is wrong? But one thing I do know in relationships, men in general, as a whole, we don't have a safe haven to really speak how we feel in our relationships without being labeled as weak. And I know that there are some men out there that will listen to this and be able to relate. I've been that man. I don't want to be that man again. That's why I am the way I am. When I speak to women, I tell them, hey, look, this is what I'm looking for. Clear and cut. If you can feel that position, let's do it. If not, step. It's that simple. But I know that there are some men out there that are afraid to lose. They want that specific woman. They don't want 
They want these this abundance of women to be on them as if they can service all of these women. But you have to look yourself in the mirror and come to the realization that you're only one man. You're legitimately only one man. So how is it that you're going to be able to be this man and in, in, in night and shine and armor for all of these women? You have to take a step back, look in the mirror and come to the realization that you're only one person. Because I know men that struggle with the fact that, oh, I want to be, you know, I want every woman on me. I want every woman to be this, this and this. But it's like, bro, you're you're creating your own struggle because when these women become crazy on you and start slashing your tires and, and, and being toxic, you know, when are you going to be accountable for your actions? When are you going to be accountable for your toxic behavior? Because that's toxic. I'm not just going to put it all on women. But I will say as a whole and what the topic is about on this podcast is simply the fact that in relationships, generally speaking, men don't have a space to where they can really vent. Where do where do men go and vent? Why do you think there's so much? Why do you think there's so much? Um, um, can't even think of the word. But why do you think there's so much secrecy in marriages where men are having? um, um God, I can't even think of the word. Underlining relationships. Can't even think of the word. I don't know why I can't think of the damn word. Um, <laughs> I can't even think of it. Whatever. But those underlining relationships under their marriages. And it's like, I mean, I, I, I get it. I don't, I don't excuse it. I don't say, you know, oh, this is right or this is wrong. But. You have to understand. I think people have to take a step back and ask themselves, ask themselves these questions like what? How did it get to this point? What drove this person to step out on their wife? What drove this person to kill their family? What drove this person to pick up alcohol? What drove this person to just walk away? What just drove this person to do what it is that they're doing? And when you look at first 48 or when you look at cold case or when you look at all of these shows and you get to the root of why it is they were doing the things that they were doing it was like well fuck they had no place to really vent they had really no place to really express that hurt on their partner maybe their partner didn't digest their pain Maybe their partner wasn't strong enough for the both of them. Maybe they did and, and they just didn't understand. Every situation, every situation is situational. Um, but for me, all I know is when I was in a relationship, I just felt like, man, my partner is really garbage. And ultimately, it made me garbage because if my partner isn't enough for me, then that means I didn't care enough about myself in order to look out for me in the future. I was looking for something in the beginning that ultimately couldn't strengthen me through the end. I don't feel as though when you look at when you look at the entirety of a relationship and you go back and play it back to yourself and you say, well, where the fuck did it go wrong? I didn't do my homework. I didn't do my due diligence as a male and say, hey, are you going to be enough for me when times get rough? 
And I feel as though I challenge all men who are listening to this. When you approach another relationship, when you work this before, let me let me let me let me tell you what you should do before you even approach a new relationship. Get right with yourself. Become in love with yourself, because I think that men don't know how to love on themselves. I don't think men know how to look at themselves and say, you know what, little man, little bro, bro, fam, man, whatever. I love you and actually mean it. Because when I look in the mirror, even through even with with, with my body, my face, my fade, my whatever, I can look at me genuinely and say, you know what? I love you, Don. And at the end of the day. No matter what, I got you. I'm going to always look after you. I'm going to always protect you. I'm going to always do what's best for you. And this is a conversation that I have with myself. And I think men need to have that conversation with themselves before you look for anybody to be that strength for you moving forward. Because I feel as though men get in these relationships sometimes looking for women to be, you know, Enough love for the both of them or for them to ignite love for themselves when you should already love yourself. How can you love somebody? How can you expect somebody else to love you if you don't love your damn self? I love me. It gets misconstrued by weak women that it's cockiness or it's arrogance or, you know, whatever. Those women are smart enough to know that I just genuinely love myself and that regardless of if they're in my life or not, I'm going to always love me. And that's something that I wish I would have preached to my dad. My dad was a powerful man. He was a prolific man. He was a smart man. He was a giving man. He was a loving man. He was a knowledgeable man. He was a humble man. He was a man ultimately that taught me everything that I am today. But I felt as though he didn't love himself enough to carry on. So in his weakness, I gained strength. Meaning that seeing him struggle with the fact that my mother did not love him anymore. I gained strength. I gained the identity to be able to look myself in the mirror and say, you know what? I will never let a woman have that power over me ever in life because I'm going to love me. I love my dad more than anything on this earth. But. That wasn't enough for him. He needed that love from somebody that was my mother and he didn't get it. So for me, I just felt as though through his through his weakness, I gained strength. And I feel him living through me. Because I feel as though I am the strength that he needed when he was on Earth. So I'll never experience anything like that because I'll never let it get to that point. God has a funny way of showing us things that could be us through other people. And that was a moment in time where I just felt like, you know what, God, I appreciate you shining the light on this because I'll never let it be me ever. And I know that I want to get married one day. I want to have a child. But even in that, I will never be weak in the mind to where I feel as though life will never carry on without my family. 
I love my family. I will love my family. I'll provide for my family. But if my family was to fall apart, even though if I do my due diligence like I'm preaching now, it won't ever fall apart. But if it just so happens to fall apart, that I will be able to carry on with the love that I've created within myself. So I challenge you men who are listening to this podcast to fall in love with yourself. Fall in love with the process. You're not alone in your hurt. There are men all over the world that are hurt. And that there are women all over the world that will be enough strength for the both of you and that will gladly be able to voice with you and help you through what it is that you're going through. Don't let social media or these toxic women out there make you feel bad for you wanting to express yourself as a male. Don't let people out there determine your value as a male. Be positive. Be attentive. Learn from your mistakes. Spend time with yourself. But ultimately, really fall in love with yourself. Love yourself. Love your story. Grow from your story. Erase all toxicity. Erase all abuse. Erase all addiction. Erase anything that has taken you away from positivity. And if that just so happens to be women, take a fast from women. I've done it. It's a damn good cleansing. Because in 2019, I've met some very toxic women with major daddy issues, with major... um, you know, accountability issues. And it seems as though you're talking to a fucking brick. You know what I mean? It seems as though you're talking to somebody who genuinely is a fucking wall. I've been there. That's why you need to just look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? What'll be will be. What's meant for me will be for me. Fall in love with yourself. You are a king. And if you don't feel as though you're a king in this moment in life, work every single day until you can look yourself in the eyes and say you're a king. Don't equate everything to financial. That's only temporary. It's only temporary satisfaction. Even the richest man in the world deals with mental issues, whoever he may be. So don't get blinded by what social media has trained us to think. Always, always, always spend time and really tap into your own self. Don T, all you got to do is listen. Nobel Peace Prize, hopefully, in 2020. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding, man. But um, y'all be easy, man. I just wanted to do this. This is what touched on my heart. I spoke to somebody at Bible study today. And they were just telling me how broken they were from their relationship. And I felt as though I needed to give my bros a word. And hopefully if you made it this damn far, you didn't, you got a word. Um, I've been there. And, I, and life ain't even over. I'm in my 20s. I got so much more life to live. God willing. I ask for God's protection each and every day. But. You know, I just hope that this 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 podcast will get you through. And if you made it this far, I just pray that, you know, you learn something from this. Hopefully women out there that have that may have listened to this, that you are challenging yourself to be better partners, to not look at men as weak for wanting to be 
emotional. Um, I'm not saying that you have to be a girl and just be overly emotional, but be receptive and understanding of what your man has gone through and be help to him or get him some help. Um, that's just what I feel. Down to you, you got to do is listen. Y'all take it easy.